Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with the one and only Jonathan from Conway Home Loans. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. So your partner in crime is getting married this weekend. So all of us will wish Dustin and his bride uh, uh, many happy years together. Enjoy. Do you know where he's going on his honeymoon? Uh, Tulum. Yeah, I know because it's on my calendar, and I see (laughs) I see it on my uh, I see it on my credit card bill. Very, very cool. Well, uh, Dustin, yeah. if you ever watched this, congratulations, man. Uh, I, I guess my wedding invitation got lost in the mail, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kid, I kid, I kid. Uh, but hey, you know what? Something, Jonathan, you and I got to talk about is uh, something that Matt, the mortgage guy, and I have said much of this year that you reiterated, and I just want to hit again is if you like it, lock it. You know, what does that mean? Why is that important? Uh, and then we can talk about a conference you just got back from. I think people really need to understand what's going on in the mortgage market. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, obviously if you like it, lock it is, is a very simple phrase to understand. Um, it just means if you like the program and the loan and everything that the deal itself, you know, you should lock it at the start. Um, there shouldn't be right now. It's not a time to like before, maybe a few, even a few months ago, it's like, Oh, if we, we floated a little bit and wait to lock it later, it might be lower in terms of rate. Now well, it's let, not let's like let's talk about vocabulary because we're we're using yeah. terms that you and I know that others mo- might not, you know th- this notion of float, right? Yeah. So you and I know what that is, but to to the average investor, what what is that? That basically is gambling mm-hmm. that rates will go down or rates will get better. That's what it is. Correct, correct. Um, float is is that, but also sometimes it's the loan officer's fault, right? Whoever you're you're using because be, they are yeah. trying to yeah. either. They're trying to maybe capitalize on a little more um, on the basis points to make a little more money um, or they're gambling to try to like see what, you know, they might've told you not everything up front and they might've not given you everything up front. And so they're trying to make it up by waiting a little longer to lock, you know, because they're hoping the market will better. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people like that. Right. So, yeah. so let's poke yeah. at that a little bit. Let's poke at that a little yeah. bit. So again, if you're an investor, you reach out to a mortgage broker it's not convoy because you're going to do the right thing. What what would investor do, what is an investor to do or a home buyer to do? Do they at like how what has to happen to rate locker? What's the right question to ask to to get? Because again, you can't just make a phone call and lock it. You've got to start some paperwork. Where is that process where a applicant could say, "Hey, can we rate lock today?" or or what does that look like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just you. It's a simple question. Hey, can you lock the loan? Right. Um, or if you I can't, think- what do you need? Right. Correct. Exactly. But, you know, usually if you ask the, the, the LO, hey, can I, can I, can you lock the loan? Um, it's a pretty straightforward yes or no. Right. Okay. Um, for a lot of non-QM loans, they sometimes have to wait till approval. Um, like okay. they get underwriting approval. So, you know, in that case, hey, can you make sure the loan is submitted ASAP so I can get okay. it approved ASAP so I can lock it. Right. So um, I think typically at the end of the day, it's up to the client, you know, it should be right. Because, you locking the loan is locking the rate and locking your program. So you want to make sure, Hey, can I, can I lock the loan? 
you know, can you lock the loan? Can you find out how we need to lock the loan? When can we lock the loan? Right. Yeah. Those are all very questions, a great, very important questions to ask. Um, I, I think to every LO. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing you got to realize, I've been doing this a long time and, and lots of people think about rates because it's kind of right in our face, right? The last five days mm-hmm. have just been crazy moves in rates yep. up and down. But I've also seen lending programs evaporate, right? You could be applying for, again, I'm just going to pick on one that I know you have a 40 year program. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you know, the market could shift on you and suddenly you couldn't have any buyers and you can't deliver it. Uh, but again, so it's, it's not only the uh, rate, but it's also the program. You want to make sure uh, you, you can get those locked. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, <clears throat> here's the thing is the, the market where it's at, especially in the non-QM world right now, they, the rates continue to go up, right? And even when conventional, and we kind of saw this in like June, but even when conventional rates are kind of taking a dip down, these non-QM rates continue to go up. Why? Because, you know, Wall Street is not wanting anything less than the current market, right? So, um, and everyone's looking ahead, right? What's going to happen, you know, in the future, which is, you know, feds are probably going to increase rates again. And the rates are going to continue to go up and then everything's going to go into kind of like a stagflation mode. Um, And it it is what it is. So um, the programs that exist now that we're already seeing changing for example, high leverage programs. Yep. It's something you can actually pick on. Um, you know, 80%, 85%, 90%. Yeah. Those programs are already being a lot of pressure on to basically be gone. So like, yeah. for example, we have that 15% down program on DSCR, but the problem with that, it becomes then, you know, 15% uh, down is basically a 10% rate. Yeah. So it's they're, like, it's like, they're, you don't ba- they're do basically it. saying no without saying no. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's the, that's the biggest like issue. Right. Um, so if you, again, like it, lock it so you can get it away and go for it yeah. because a lot of these non-QM lenders, depending on who the lender is, and you know, we're very careful with the lenders that we work with that we know can actually close and fund the loans. Um, but if it's not someone that can close and fund the loan or it's just a random non-QM lender, they don't have those commitments there. They don't have the liquidity there. You may end up just getting, you know, retraded like we've talked yeah. about in the past. Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about is just came back from a mortgage event. Uh, I think it was called AIM. Uh, yeah. Talk about what you saw there. And really, I want to differentiate that event from a year ago because I want people to realize it's always darkest before the dawn. And I don't, people, I don't think people realize what's going to happen next year. But let's talk about the event first and, and we'll talk about why I think this is actually a good thing. Yeah, so um, it, it's it's like AIM, it's called Fuse, but it's where it's the biggest, technically the biggest uh, mortgage broker event of the year, which where all mortgage brokers from like everywhere gather up in a ballroom in Vegas, you know, go through all these different, you know, workshops and whatnot. But this time around, um, you know, a lot, more than half the room was empty. The ballroom wow. was empty. Yeah, yeah, it was- uh, That's it was not a good of, look. That's not a good it look. It wasn't, it wasn't. And- <laughs> And here's the thing too, is because they had all this positivity stuff lined up because they plan these things like a year in advance, right? So um, they had all these things lined up, but then as the date got closer, you could see the tonality change of everybody because nobody expected rates to do what they did, the market to do what they did literally at this point in time. So seeing everybody there and just they, they were actually everyone was like kind of look they, they kind of look stressed they didn't look like 
yeah they were like you know obviously they have this um this conference high and they're like yeah you know we just got back from this but um everyone's hurting is what i is what i uh understood everyone's hurting really really badly the market is not pretty they're really struggling um and i'm hearing a lot of brokers saying that they laid off 80 percent, 90 percent of their staff it's they're down to like five people you know it's it's um it's really really tough times and obviously that is kind of a microcosm i think of of the current market tickets to the event were 500 bucks you know that people couldn't budget out 500 bucks yeah well here's the deal the fed said pain was coming uh the mortgage market like it or not is the tip of the spear uh, we, we've been talking about layoffs and cuts coming. Refi business is down 86%, purchase demand down 15 or 16%. Uh, we are, we're in it right now. Uh, I've been through cycles like this, not as a mortgage person, but I've been through up and down cycles before. Uh, I have good news for you. What you probably went through at the AIM event is kind of going to be the microcosm of the bottom. There will be some people that wash out that don't make it to the end of the year, and that's a good thing. Uh, the people that can make it into next year, because next year, what I see coming is rates will finally stabilize. The Fed is on a accelerated track to get back to whatever normal is. We're going to be there at the end of the year, maybe Q1, but then they'll just it, it'll just be flat. And what is that going to do? Well, Wall Street will finally stop freaking out. They'll start. OK, great. We got to normalize it. A 5% funds rate. Great. They'll know what to do What what Wall Street can't do is they, they, they don't like uncertainty, right? Mm-hmm. Is the Fed going to go to four and a half, five? Are they going to break it at six, six? They can't plan for that. So they just, you know, like, like your DSCR loan, they'll just take it to 10%. So it makes no financial sense. Yep. Um, so this is, this is all good. This is a cleansing process. And frankly, the mortgage industry had a lot of bad operators who got addicted to cash out refis uh, that weren't built for the long term, And, uh, you know, the business cycle is legit, and we tried to delay the business cycle for 15 years. We're here now. I think housing is going to be is next, right? If mortgage is the tip of the spear, real estate agents, real estate broke. We've seen what happened at Compass. Compass is going to be taken private. Their stock is so cheap. So mm-hmm. um, as far as I'm concerned, this is all good things. The strong will get stronger. Uh, the herd will be a lot smaller. And then we could just start focusing on helping people. So I'm encouraged by what's coming. I'm sure. It is no fun to be in your position or your peers' position. I get it, but it's almost over. Once rates plateau, life gets immensely better. Uh, yeah. So that's what I would tell someone in, in in your space. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And also, um, there was a you know a point that Matt Ishbia made when he made when he spoke on his panel. It was, hey, you know, now we're obviously we jumped up on rates. There's going to be opportunity now when rates drop a point drop another point, you know? So now it's going to be, you know, everyone that was a seven and a six or eight, you know, and all of a sudden yeah. now it's a five, now it's a four. And that's a real thing, right? It's not going to drop like it did in 2020. Yeah, but, you're not going to two and a half. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But now there's going to be opportunity for your deal to become an even better deal at a percent lower and lock it in for 30 years or percent lower and lock it in for 30 years. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there coming as well. It's just right now is the pain. Yeah. Yeah, no, I th- I, I'm encouraged, right? The, so the pain in the mortgage market really started six or nine months ago. It takes about a year usually to, you know, people try to hold on, limp through, uh, you know, layoffs, all of that. It's almost over. This won't go on forever, right? Uh, refis won't be down 86% forever. Like you say, 
eventually it'll become a business to take the eights and make them sevens and take the sevens and make them sixes. Um, it's just a cycle. It just happens to be a nasty cycle because the Fed cap rates too low for too long. Everybody, 80% of the loans are below four. Uh, we just need time to go by and, and housing yeah. is next, right? Real estate agents, real estate brokers, appraisers, uh, notary publics, title companies, your time's next. It's happening right now. Transactions are going to go down 50% peak to trough. So uh, get ready, get ready. So uh, Jonathan, if somebody wanted to get a deal done and they want to like it, right? They like the rate, like the program. Uh, how do they reach out to you? Uh, email private client at convoyhomeloans.com and please let us know you came from more app. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Thank you.